Hi there and welcome to episode 70 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Bryan, the man whose own therapy consists of writing his negative thoughts on a heavy object and hoying that object at the unmissably large and round cranium of my beloved friend and colleague, Dr. Alex Connor. You happy with that little edit, are you, Al? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Alex, anyway. Hey, Jimmy. I'm, I'm trying out calling you Jimmy. No, you, you realise now... Um, now we're, we're classed as a creator on YouTube. We can't swear in the first 15 seconds. And it's really difficult because I just <laughs> want to scream fuck every time you say hello. But we can't because the sponsors, no, nobody will sponsor a video where, mm. where, where in the first 15 seconds you scream, oh, for fuck's sake, Al. We're You're calling me Jimmy. Already. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Anyway, I, I, moving on. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. Yeah, it's quiet in here, isn't it? Why is it so quiet? I was about to say, yeah, we, we completely fucking forgot. We should we should say that Mrs. ADHD can't be with us because of a family issue, and that's why it's it's almost serene, isn't it? And and, and and lacking in chaos. No, I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, quite, uh, enjoying the serenity despite missing the odd episode. People don't seem to be completely furious with us. <laughs> We're still growing larger. I don't understand why we're growing larger. I've decided there must be a good quality <laughs> podcast out there called BDHD Adults or something. People are just clicking their own thing. And one of one of them has sent us a letter, well, sort of, obviously. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I visited a BDHD club once. <laughs> yeah, no, indeed. Uh, that's right, James. The letter's from uh, uh, Robert from Kidderminster. Oh! Uh, it says, if you do an episode on New Year's resolutions... You see what I did? You should remember that James <laughs> <laughs> James had a New Year's resolution to do some really good actual science 45 years in a row, but only managed to be a TV scientist. Thanks, Robert. That's the only true. good thing about that is if you do an episode, I've got to take my hat off to you for once, which is better than taking your hat off, which would be so big and round. You know, Norm's you round boat. Hat. <laughs> the hat yeah, doesn't have to be really. round, James. That's not how hats work. It's just the inside bit. <laughs> yeah, well, so, um, yes, I meant the I meant the inside your cock. Anyway, I wasn't really listening. I'm sure we've got a real letter from somebody, so carry on with it. We have. It's from Kate. It says, hi, guys. My name is Kate. I'm from Brazil, which is very cool. Um, I was diagnosed with ADHD a few years ago in my mid-30s, and honestly, it was a relief to finally understand myself, plus it gave me options to make my life easier. Congratulations. I came across your podcast recently, ding, and I would like to thank you for this initiative. <laughs> Sorry. Every episode I relate to some anecdote to the point that sometimes I've said or done something exactly as you guys told, which I love. I've never, I, I said that bit, not okay. I've never had someone with the same condition around me, so I've always felt wrong, lazy, and incapable of doing simple things. Your podcast makes me laugh and feel less alone. Keep up this great work. Thank you so much. I love that email because that's why we started it. Because we hadn't it is. know anymore. It is. Do you know, it's, it's Kate Brazilian because her English is better than mine. If she, if she is, <laughs> the writing is certainly it's better. Not, than it's, it's a low bar. It's a low bar, isn't it? No, true. Yeah, but then yeah. you know, there's rainforest animals in Brazil with better grammar <laughs> than you. Asshole. I really appreciate it. And apropos, internationally. We are back to increasing by a conveniently single country oh, precisely every seven days. We're up to 140 <laughs> countries. I'm going to say Niger. Have we done Niger? Probably. I don't know. We are, of course, no, bewildered and grateful to all of our listeners. 
international and otherwise. So this week, we'd like to say a massive... <laughs> it's French. I know this. It's French. Oh, so we'd like to say <laughs> hello, and I uh, know that was wrong. <laughs> I was going to do just it, say in English, and then, hello, hello, and then got it wrong. <laughs> hello, and you're welcome to. No, that's German. Welcome to. <laughs> uh, bonjour to to our Niger Nigeria. No, what's someone from Niger called if Nigerians already taken? Nobody knows. Uh, people from people from Niger do, I imagine. Anyway, thanks for that. As usual, this nipple piercing I definitely didn't have done in 2001 of a podcast. It's a tragedy in three parts. Did you? Which is, I definitely did not have a nipple piercing in around 2001. <laughs> which, and an eyebrow piercing. We choose a theme. Uh, last week we talked about ADHD and not New Year's resolutions. And this week we're talking about something we've touched on a little bit before, but it needs more attention. A little bit like Ding. Alex's hair plugs. <laughs> And that's the value of a type of therapy known as cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT for adult ADHD. Uh, you'll understand why a bit later when Alex delivers the first part of our three reports, which is the usual nothing, less than nothing, actually evidence based psychoeducation about CBT therapy for ADHD, delivered by the man who keeps my therapist in Tesla's, Alex the psychoeducation monkey. Hello. Our personal reflections on CBT therapy in the milieu of ADHD. And then the final bit, it will be <laughs> some excessive spunk trumping. Yes, I, I I just threw it in there for, I was about to say a laugh, but it wasn't fucking funny. Anyway. But I did put you off enough to say spunk trumping, which is yes, a really, yes. <laughs> what an image. Wow. Oh, God. Pat's going to Pat's gonna turn that into something, isn't it? Spunk trumping. Um, oh, right. right. <laughs> Fucking Jesus, scrotum face. Right, I can't make another joke a joke about you being the cause of my therapeutic needs. Um, so I'm just going to chew in out so you can ruin therapy for hundreds of thousands of people. Crack on. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, James. Right, I'm going to start with the headline before the detail, unusually. Uh, CBT has a strong evidence base for the treatment of some of the comorbidities associated with ADHD, yet there are few trials in adults with ADHD. There are some studies on this. However, look at them together, and there is evidence that CBT might be effective for all three of the main columns ding, <laughs> of ADHD. <laughs> Impulsiveness, hyperactivity, and inattention. And, James, it's better in combination with the pharmacological treatment plan. That's, that's the drugs, James, to you, the drugs. But, and it's a big but, James, the issue is that these studies, they're... <clears throat> Not great, they're shit, mm. and they're pretty short term. The quality issue, as always, reflects the lack of funding for ADHD science, which we advocate for. Um, the fact that we haven't known about ADHD for ages means that we're not in a position to assess long term effects. That's why they tend to be pretty short term. I've just I've just scrolled back up, and you talked about starting with the headline before the detail. I don't know if you actually did that, but why don't you actually start by telling our poor very patient listeners what cbt is dickhead but just tell us what it is though don't you know fucking bore on for ages about churches and wesleyan chapels just tell us what cbt is i am coming to that i was doing the headline before that i was using a narrative device james called the inverse pyramid you you will be very familiar with it from watching Columbo. <laughs> you know sometimes you say what you're saying 
CBT is a form of therapy used by the NHS and internationally for many, many conditions and personal issues. There, ready? It's based on the mm. idea that what we have is thoughts and feelings that influence our behavior. Uh, 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 feelings? Some of us. Um, yeah. And we turn those things, those thoughts and feelings, into destructive patterns, like just, for example, dr- drug use for self esteem, bad drug use, mm. James. Combine that with other negative patterns that we've learned throughout our lives and and experiences, and it can feel like that's our unchangeable personality. The idea of CBT is that those patterns, thoughts, feelings don't have to be there forever. Mm -hmm. The theory, hypothesis, really, is that... (laughs) Did I I write that and you changed it to hypothesis? (laughs) The, the, The theory is that any problem or challenge we have this is really broad brush strokes. I apologize if you're an expert on this, but this is, you know, brush strokes. Any problem we have is due to a sort of a connected spider's web of five things. I'll, I'm going to use problem. your problem, James. Well, yeah, if you've so got a challenge, ere- it's, that's, yeah. Ere- yeah so ere- erectile dysfunction is connected to a spider's web of five things. Um, the problem wouldn't necessarily be the erectile dysfunction itself rather than the, the lack of the ability to change or deal with it. So, yes, um, any problem or issue or challenge or life embuggerance. Mm. Uh, um, and the spider's web of five things. Spider's web because they're all interconnected all over the blooming shop. I'm going to use as the problem as this example, um, your issues with doing this podcast with me to show the five <laughs> things in the spider's web. So all affecting each other in complex ways. So one, the situation itself, like you are sat here now with, right with now. me. Yep. You're having, you'll have thoughts about it. Like, for example, I think Alex is lovely. Mm. But you'll also have emotions. Like you might feel sad that you're not me, I imagine. <laughs> But you'll also, have, you'll also be having physical feelings, physical <laughs> reactions. I think we know what they are. Accuse <laughs> <laughs> uh, me of having a, a, a semi on for you. Oh, yeah. Tell me banana ones. <laughs> and we'll also have, we'll, you will also have in your whatever problem you've got, you'll also have actions like, for example, punching Alex in the kidneys out of love. Mm, so what kick, CBT kicking. does is it looks, yeah, or kicking. Um, you can't get your leg of that eye with your spine, you joke. <laughs> so all of those the situations and the thoughts we have, this is a thought, but that is just a feeling. These are physical feelings as well and emotions. actions. That's what, what CBT does is it explores them in your past and present and creates a practical, manageable plan. And the, the idea is to break that spiral of negativity and negative thoughts. So eventually, in our example, you can finally <clears throat> admit that, A, you need me for this podcast, and B, I carry you like Rod Hall carried Emu. That's what it's for. I, I, sorry, explain to me what career Rod Hall would have had without Emu. <laughs> what would he have been known for? He'll, he'll, hang on, now I'm getting mixed up with Keith Harris. <laughs> I'm getting my ventriloquist mixed up again, Al. Emu was clearly the best one. Anyway, ball on. Oh, you, you can't think Rod Hall was a ventriloquist. Emu didn't oh, say wasn't. anything. I know. Well, no, but he had his hand up a bird's ass and pretended it was alive. So I'm sure it's related and or conjoined in some way to ventriloquism. Fuck me, you're pedantic. Even though it was really terrible. Obviously, when Rod Hall died because mm. he fi- was fixing his air mm. on his roof. Do you think mm. sometimes that he had he had Emu with him, and that's why? Are you <laughs> like sh- shenanigans? <laughs> 
so anyone listening to the last Monday's episode will will realize that I accidentally didn't edit out the in between. Yeah, um, this is a bit like bit. That. it. It is a bit. Yeah, it's it's. I I do worry that um you're just going to get us cancelled. Anyway, <laughs> anyway that's, that's what, what CBT say. is. <laughs> what Rod Hull and Emu? Okay. The other, the other um, so we haven't said much about ADHD. We said a bit. Um, so yeah. Tell, me, tell us about ADHD. It is an ADHD podcast, after all. The problem is that not everybody agrees with any everything I've just said. In fact, they disagree with almost all of it. Um, right. Specifically for ADHD, less so for the other stuff. So these mm. are some snippets, James, taken from the NICE guidelines on NICE mm. is the kind of biscuit you like, but also it's uh, <laughs> how in England and Wales, the NHS is, is the guidelines clinically. Anyway. So the these, these are snippets. That's yeah. super clinical health excellence, isn't it? It's not that. Mm. It should be called niche mm. guidelines. It should. Anyway, CBT mm. on ADHD. Here's some snippets. Remembering that NICE actually approved CBT as a therapy for people for whom... Mm. For, for a therapy for people who medicine doesn't work well in. Jesus, oh, James, the so. grammar. Or for people who can't tolerate it. I'm sorry, I can't leave that. For whom? <laughs> you should have said, for whom medicine doesn't Do work know- well. Ah. <sighs> I wrote that at like two thirty in the morning when I was n- not sleep. I, I, I can't even say. It. I was going to say I, I wasn't. An, I was an, an insomniac, but you'll just fucking criticise that because it was wrong. <laughs> I was very tired. I, I wrote it very quickly. Even your mum doesn't like you. It's true. So here's some some research compared to non-specific support instead of CBT itself. Fuck knows what they actually mean by that. But <laughs> here's a boring list. One, no evidence was identified for improvements in quality of life or total ADHD symptoms, function, behavior, emotional dysregulation, no evidence. Literacy outcomes, numeracy outcomes in those who receive CBT. B, decreasing symptoms of inattentiveness in CBT were reported, but it's pretty low quality evidence. And decreasing symptoms of hyperactivity were reported, again, low quality evidence mm. compared to non-specific support. It was boring, right? Oh, C, that last one. And now compared to uh, waitlist controls, which is people who people who don't get out. That wasn't double negative. I can't I can't even do that as a joke. People who get nothing. Wait, did that? Did that physically? Like, did you feel pain mm. when you did a double? Yeah, negative? like a stabbing. Like, yeah. That that was me on a voodoo doll. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. So compared to people who don't get anything. Clinically important benefit for quality of life, total ADHD mm. symptoms, inattentive, hyperactive ADHD symptoms, um, function behavior, so some benefit, which is good. But some mm. studies showed the exact opposite. There was no clinically important benefit for quality of life, ADHD symptoms, etc., etc. Mm. What NICE do say in their literature is overall in adults when non-pharmacological treatment, no drugs, James, is indicated. Mm. I mean, you are a professor who partly understands pharmacology uh, and I do those jokes. I'm, I'll never stop. So, <laughs> when, when you need non-drug treatment, interventions mm. that may involve elements of CBT are recommended, but certainly as a minimum, also involve a structured, supportive, psychological intervention focused on ADHD with regular follow-up and information about ADHD. That's what it says. Who the fuck gets that? 
point me towards one person <laughs> who is who is a medication resistant or has loads of side effects who gets CBT plus a structured supportive psychological intervention focused on ADHD with regular follow up and information about ADHD. People who this is why they well this is it this is why their guidelines are not rules their guidelines this is what you should do people in the NHS but we're not going to because it costs money so basically yeah, yeah. it sounds like it can work but it's better if it's wait that last bit makes it sound like it's better if it's specific to ADHD which almost all CBT isn't brilliant yeah yeah fab right on that note we'll take a break and we'll be back in part two for some personal reflections on CBT and ADHD all right see you in a bit mate <laughs> <laughs> Alex hi What's up? Hello, Governor. Who's bringing us back in? You were just welcome back to episode. (laughs) Welcome back to episode seventy of the ADHD adults. A peaceful one for reasons unknown. Just James and me in this one as well. Unconnected fact. This is part two of our uh, episode on. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT for ADHD, mm. all the abbreviations. As always, we're doing personal reflections. James, let's start with you. CBT, <laughs> what are your thoughts? This will be a short one for once. Normally, obviously, for me, it's oh God, I've, I've got all this or I've had all that. But um, the first thing I'll say is that the, the first line on the script in Rabbit <laughs> is said, yeah. says, I thought it was a type of motorbike. So clearly, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you've been tinkering in there, haven't you? Trying to make me look (laughs) even more of a penis than I was. I've, I've not, I've never had CBT. I've been offered it before I was diagnosed with ADHD and was very sad, and before I was diagnosed with cyclothymia, one of the four bipolar disorders. um, I was offered CBT, and (laughs) God, I'm such a cock. I rejected it because. For me, it's a little bit like a magic trick that I can see what they're doing. And so Mrs. ADHD, as an example, loves magic and I love ruining it for her. So if we ever uh, been to events where there's a table magician and he'll make a ring disappear, I'll say he's got a rubber finger. Or if, you know, something's in his hand, I'll say it's in his hand because I I like to work out what the trick is. Can I go back to do a ding for rubber finger? You can, yeah. Rubber, that's Thanks. a good one, yeah. Great that. time, great timing. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all about the timing. Um, and I and I, I'm, and I know I'm wrong, and this is me and not, and me and not CBT. But I I feel the same towards CBT. I feel like if I know what you're trying to do, if I understand that you're trying to change my thought processes, then I will not engage with that, sir, because you are trying to trick me and i, I it's, it's a, just a weird thing i've got i don't get it that um, is insane what's yeah. a better way of saying insane to someone with a mental health disorder or two ludicrously that, stupid or um yeah um yeah we do need I mean, a better word obviously it's not a magic trick james would you do the same thing oh, if you go no. into surgery i know you're no. using a scalpel you daft bastard this won't work no no i don't know why i I I don't know, right? <laughs> but 
but in my professional capacity working for an organization that works in the field of ADHD there there are lots of discussions about about therapy and lots of looking at the evidence and I have had to look at the evidence to produce a big document about what the gold standard treatment for ADHD is and yeah outside of medication there ain't a lot mate no. There, you know, we're talking about the thing with the most, uh, with the strongest evidence outside of medication, and the evidence when you look at it, even by nicest standards, is low or very low quality. At some point, we're not going to do a podcast on this because it will bore the fecal matter out of you immediately. We do need to explain a little bit about how you can grade the quality of research because it's not all the same. A study which isn't randomised and looks at ten people and find something isn't the same quality as a study that has a thousand people randomly assigned to different groups with an intervention and, and the researchers and the participants are blinded so nobody knows who's had one etc but most of the studies as you yeah most of the studies that that have provided this evidence base are you know low quality and that's the best there is outside of medication so I my i suppose my personal reflection is that it's really really annoying that there isn't more research into other non-pharmaceutical interventions i know that there is some evidence that dbt or dialectical behavioral therapy can be effective and i but think not, again mentioned... hasn't, hasn't been tried research no research for adhd yeah. as of yeah. yet yeah um just before i let you say something incredibly dull and boring yeah i do have i do have therapy I've, I've stopped since when dad um got poorly i had to stop that and stop my coaching just because i just obviously had to focus everything on him um and it, it helped my adhd symptoms it wasn't about my adhd it wasn't focused on my adhd but jenna who's absolutely brilliant he used a different style of of, of therapy uh, uh, ifs therapy but it did help me say no it helped me reduce my people pleasing um it did increase my self-esteem a little bit these are issues which people with adhd commonly have um and it, it allowed me to put myself first a little bit more not direct diagnostic adhd symptoms but things that we have issues with so i can definitely see how even if it doesn't make you more attentive or less hyperactive i can definitely see how therapy can help you with all the other shit that adhd comes with what about you that's the most uh, like positive I've seen you about talking therapies. Mm. Interesting. Um, I'm a fan of CBT. I'm a, uh, CBT isn't the only therapy, is it, for um, for any of these conditions? It's just no. We, we, that's what we're talking about today because it seems to be usually the first point of approach for the NHS mm. and most other health institutions. But yeah, I am a really big fan. I like the holistic nature of it, the, the interconnectedness, because it is true that everything you do and and say and everything you've learned growing up, they all affect each other and are affected by each other. It's kind of obvious and true, and that really helps. And I like pragmatic stuff as well. I like to have a plan. I think it's really good. I've had quite a bit. Um, it's so important to have a, a therapist who is um, aware mm -hmm. of what ADHD is, even if, if you haven't got a diagnosis, go in there saying that you are ADHD and you know it, you don't need to explain yourself mm. because if if they if you don't, it, I, I know this from experience, and the other thing is make sure that you get on with the therapist because it doesn't, that's the, the fun, just like with coaching 
I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Get kind of a, do you mean like a free, um, what do they call them? Chemistry session. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A contracting yeah. conversation or a chemistry which, session. Yeah. Which you are not going to get if you do get NHS CBTI. You're going to get this person's calling you on such and such a time. Or if you're lucky, you're going to have a face-to-face appointment. Yeah. And before that, when you do, whoever triages you, it would be really worth saying, can you make sure it's somebody that understands ADHD? Mm. You know, paperwork though isn't it if they do that you're very very lucky nhs in general no Mm. really problematic however yeah my experience of it were really good james my therapist said you're uh you're you need to admit alex you're a wild stallion (laughs) fuck off yeah you've made that you've made that up you fucking lie you've made that up 100% 100% guarantee that's true. Was she, was she six years old? What? Had she never met a person? What? It was a, it was a gentleman therapist, modern. Um, and he... <laughs> no, it, I was having real problems with the fact that I struggle, obviously, with commitment and domestic anxiety. Um, obviously, mm. to James, that was, sorry, because he knows all the troubles. Mm. And I needed... I didn't realise that I, 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 classic CBT. I was there were thoughts and feelings that weren't actually real. Like you have one must mm. do this. Like my parents did. One must do this. Like the films. One must be in a relationship. One must stay. One must do all these things. And I wasn't capable of it. How many? What percentage of our listeners do you think ever used the phrase "one must"? <laughs> one must. Did that, is that what I said? Yeah, you said one must do this. One must say that. Fuck me. Yeah, that's what I you're thought. Not, you're not you're not normal, are you? You thought in your <laughs> no. head, in your yeah. head, you thought what one must think that. One must <laughs> I've got a friend, just, just... Charlie. You know Charlie Aston. She once said yeah. to me, do, do you talk like this actually, or are you doing a thing? <laughs> like just doing a thing. No, it's just how I talk. Leave me alone. 47 year long thing. It's a bit like coaching CBT, except CBT is a thing and coaching isn't a real thing, as, a, as speaking as a coach, not a thing. But so important that they know you ADHD, they know you are. I had, uh, I was in a room, I've said this before, I think, but I was, I was told, you work on the plan, right? And you've got the action, you want to impress this mm. counsellor because you've got RSD and ADHD and all these things. So you shouldn't be feeling like that, but you are. And so you come up with an action plan and they're really happy. You you want to make you, them happy that you've come up with this plan. You go away. But inside, even when you're saying it, you're thinking, there's no way I'm going to do any of these mm. things in a million yeah. years. Yeah. If they don't understand ADHD, they won't address that. Yeah. And I face this phrase, which has haunted me ever since, which is because it's all about being self-aware, isn't it? Which we're crap at. And then it's about doing something, being accountable for that self-awareness and having a pragmatic solution. And they said to me, self-awareness without responsibility alex is just whinging wow yeah i've heard, I've heard you i've heard you say that before i don't know if you said it on yeah. this on this very podcast before but no, i've heard you probably, say that yeah. before horrible wow. what i would say is that there is small amount of weak evidence but for me i do this and i find it useful to Try self CBT if you can't afford a therapist, which is have a look. You can go on free courses, don't pay free courses to learn the, the tenets and just just checklist yourself of is this a thought or is it a feeling and be really honest because in the first instances, of course, it's a fact. 
Is it though? Mm. Is it a fact or do you just think it? Is it real? You know, will you always feel like this? Is it true or is it an emotion? And reframe things and ask yourself why. Similar to self-coaching, you can do it. Those are my personal reflections, James. I think that's it, isn't it? Straight into the break. Bam! No, 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 no. We've got we've we've got a little bit of time, particularly as we've not been waylaid by Mrs. ADHD interrupting <laughs> yeah, everything so I've written, which I think is funny. <laughs> think is funny being being the operative yeah, yeah, term. So you've got funny. you've got you've got as usual two choices. Um, I think in terms of score, one nil. Let's isn't go it? with well. Let's yeah. Let's go with the year. So you're one nil for the year. You lost last year quite quite you know yeah. massively. It was it was a drubbing. Close but yeah, you're ahead of the game this year. So uh, as usual, you got two options, and they are car mm-hmm. and cars. Mm. They're actually both Ooh. car, but I had to give I had to give one of them a different name. And you chose cars. Not yeah. automobile. <laughs> no, not, not car one, car two, just car and cars. <laughs> I know. Um, I guess you remember cars being invented, don't you? You're a vampire. That's the joke. Really old. <laughs> uh, I'll have cars, please. Cars, plural, yeah. Ca- no, okay. car. <sighs> cars, c- car. I'm giving you cars. You're being a cock, obviously. Right. Yeah. So. Right in the middle of Robert from Kidderminster um, passing on, yeah. I decided that I would buy a new car and sell my car. Um, <laughs> of course you fucking did. Yeah. Nothing wrong with either, was there? No, 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 no. no <laughs> exactly. And I use, I use, a, I use a, a website, um, uh, you know, which is something like Car Wow. It's exactly called Car Wow. Where you can... <laughs> where you wow. can... Yeah, where you can you can find cars, but also it says we'll give you a free valuation. I thought, oh, that's good for your car. So I did put all the stuff in for my free valuation, and then they phoned me up and said, right, okay, this is a valuation. You know, when someone bids that, you've sold it, and I wasn't really listening because you know my dad was dying. So I went, yeah, all right. Um, and then obviously I was getting phone calls from loads of garages saying we bought your car, and in text messages, we bought your car, mate. Um, uh, when, when are we going to pick it up? Um. So the question is, why haven't I sold this car? Okay. Option one is I actually forgot which model car I had and therefore listed the wrong car. Oh, that's possible. It's it. Well, they're all possible, mate. <laughs> Option two is I forgot that because it's an electric car. I forgot that the battery is leased and therefore I can't sell the car. And option three is um, <laughs> option three is not going to work. So you've only got to pick from two. Five. Fuck that. I've really fucked that. Fuck me. <laughs> you think you have? Wait till I tell you what I yeah, just I did. Put, go on. Yeah, go I, on. For, I put forgot I had listed it and haven't replied to any messages. But obviously, I've just <laughs> but told you've already said you listed yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it could be three. Al. I, I, I mean, with my know, record towards... last year, I could still choose three. <laughs> <laughs> So, while, while you were talking, I wasn't listening yeah. because I wrote down what I think it was because I thought that Amazing. was the game. I've written. Mate, I didn't check the small print, and it was something to do with the. Audience. How long have we? How long? How long we've been doing this? No, I mean, too long is the obvious answer. Wow, so one or two, basically. Yep. Wrong model, or least. Oh, I. Oh, that's a really good one. I think. 
I think that you can't lease anything, battery or otherwise, because you've got a worse <laughs> credit rating than Elon Musk. So you put the wrong model in the Carwow website. Right. One all, one all. Oh, Get in there, you're oh. wrong. You're no, trying to when, sell when... a leased car? That's a criminal offence. No, it's not. It's the battery that's leased. But because the battery is leased, I can't sell the car. So when the, when the guy on the phone said, is there any finance in the car? I went, nope. And then it's only when the first garage phoned up and said, so what's the model? I went, oh, it's Renault Zoe. They went, uh, is that the one where Renault owned the battery? I went, yeah. They went, so you lease it off? I went, yeah. And he went, well, we're not paying that price then, are we? And then I just didn't answer any of the calls from the other 15 garages that kept calling because I didn't want to go through that horribly embarrassing conversation again. So on that note. No one will ever know. No, of course. Of course, he says in a relatively public podcast. Right, it's one all for the year. I'm glad you lost. We'll be back in part three for some spunk trumpet-ing balls. Welcome back to part three of episode 70 of the ADHD Adults, where we're talking about cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, for ADHD. This is the final part where we give some top tips. I think yours will be better than mine because you've had CBT. So do you want to start, Al? That's not why, though, is it? Because yours are always roundly terrible. Yeah, yeah. roundly like your head. <laughs> That's a really terrible joke. You fucking oh, walked man. into it, though, didn't you? <laughs> I did, yeah. Um, right, we spunk trumping then, are we? We are, yeah, spunk trumping. Thank you. Fucking hell. On ticker. Top tip. <laughs> on, on the ticker, yeah. I've... yeah. <laughs> so I've said it, I said it earlier, but the relationship with your therapist is arguably the fundamental thing you should be doing. And that would include that, that therapist understanding what ADHD is, ADHD is, being able to say it, ADHD friendly does mean a lot of things, but a crucial one, I would say, as a top tip, is is not allowing yourself to agree to things you know you will never actually do. So the idea of being aware of a problem is, is great and valuable to change it unless you take into account executive function problems, reward-driven actions instead of priority actions, all the things that with, uh, with the, uh, the A to the DHD, <laughs> you like that, James, you might Didn't struggle know. with. You didn't like me. I'm trying out a new thing. I do like 90s rap terms, abbreviations. What do you think? Shit. Any top tips? Yeah, yeah, really shit. Yeah. Trump Um, away. I I will. Again, you've been there with your little spindly thing (laughs) changing the script, haven't you? My top tip bigger carburetor and really buff out those side panels. Pathetic. Because you thought it was a um, motorbike. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, my top tip is is it's quite easy actually. Don't be me, kids. Don't be me. Be open minded. Um, especially, and this is really important. If the medication hasn't worked for you, if you've tried it and it's not effective, if you tried it and the side effects have been too um, damaging to your health, then you know, seriously push for this because again, it's in the nice guidelines. It may be that, um, <clears throat> I suppose to go into detail, some people after an ADHD assessment are uh, entitled to what's known as a psychosocial needs assessment. If their ADHD, particularly after medication, is still affecting them significantly, and that can include 
the the recommendation for CBT to be funded by the NHS. Equally, you know, some commissioning groups will fund it and and, and some won't. But push for it if medication doesn't work because it it might help. The evidence might not be great, but at least there is some evidence, and it's better than you know taking untested supplements or doing stuff where there's no evidence at all. So that would be my advice. Don't be me. Be open-minded and push for it if you want it. I like it. It was good. It was an actual top tip that was useful. I don't know if that's happened before. Have you got a product recommendation of the week for us? Jimmy? I have, yeah. I have. I have, yeah. And that is that there are lots of different self-CBT apps. Apparently, one of the better ones is called Sanvelo, S-A-N-V-E-L-L-O, but there are lots of them. So if, as Alex suggested, you would like to try some self-CBT, there are apps you can use on your phone which can do it in a way that might not be as off-putting as having to write on a piece of paper, which is what I've seen people do in the past. I don't know. I haven't fucking downloaded one because I don't want to do CBT because it's a magic trick and I can I can tell what they're doing. Anyway, that was episode 70 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. A calm, quiet, reflective episode because Mrs. ADHD isn't in the house. And we talked about CBT and ADHD. In the unlikely event of a complete loss of boredom, why not support the show and the charity on the link provided? As otherwise, Alex is going to have to have the countries of the world tattooed on his head for the next World Cup, which is probably going to be in North Korea, judging by FIFA's uh, recent activities. As usual... Get in touch on the socials. Join us on our Discord community forum where lots of stuff goes on, and we will see you next time. Bye, all. Trigger warning, Max on. Clacks on, clacks on.